prepare thyself. I am. I'm, I'm girding. I'm girding my loins. Hold on. Man, you've already got it. Fine. Oh, yeah. All right. I mean, hey. Listen. We, the power of editing. All of the... Without pulling up all the shit we're supposed to have, I, I mean, we could just go. Totally. <laughs> okay. Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, <laughs> but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I am Mark, and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? Um, anticipatory. Yeah. 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 Mark, real quick. Boy. We're going to do this quick. How was your week? It was good. It was good. Anything special? I Actually, to be honest with you, it was a shit week, um, but you know what? It's okay. Uh, we're hitting the weekend. We're recording here on a Friday evening. There you go. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do this. and We're gonna do it right. You're gonna go home to your wife. My wife. And uh, I'm gonna finish watching the Bear tonight. So oh, cool. excited about awesome. that. How was your week? Uh, very good. Um, the world has come crashing back down. Uh, I have a roof, but all sorts of other things are popping up that you know go on in life right. when you're not you know preparing for an awesome show or recording with people that are visiting at the time or you know or even going on a little bit of a vacation. I would like to take just a second to announce that um, my family's band, the Shy Tunas, uh, mm. have just found out that we are going to be playing on a national show in New Jersey on the weekend of July 15th. Damn. We're going to be heading up. Oops, sorry. We're going to be heading up to uh, New Jersey and playing in Jersey City on WFMU on a little uh, show that takes place on Saturday mornings. This show for everybody. They call it a kid's show, but it's called Double Dip Recess. Um, oh, you've been on this before, yeah? We've we he has played our songs. Okay. But we've never we're going to be playing live. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I hope I'm not that hasn't been announced on the show, but um, you know, but Now help me understand, are you going up there or are you playing We're going. Oh, damn. We're going. Yeah, well, congratulations. We're, gonna, we're going to the the Shy Tunas, the Ford family, the Tunas are going to New York, New Jersey, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting, especially for my daughter. She's gonna get to see New York for the first time. Of course, um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. In the meantime, <laughs> uh, getting your house repaired, work, uh, the realities of adulthood have you know settled back in, and as I'm mm-hmm. sure they have for you too. Um, oh yeah, you doing your work thing every day. But I'm so glad that we are here to talk about. The song and the man that we're going to be talking about today, it's something that I've wanted to, it's, it's a topic and he's a topic that I wanted to bring up on this show since our inception as a lyrics commentating uh, commentary uh, podcast. This, mm-hmm. is, this is one that I've wanted to bring up, specifically from just an album cover from the late 70s, early 80s that this guy had. It was not a single, um, but just seeing the album cover, I wanted to do the song uh, the title track from the album, but it wasn't a single, but that's okay because there's plenty of other um, material there for us to go over and uh, plenty. And I'm going to just take it upon myself to announce that we are going to be doing a song called Hungry Eyes by a guy named Eric Carmen. What do you know about Eric Carmen? I'm, I'm very glad that you, um, I was actually going to ask you to, uh, to, to introduce this song because as you mentioned one of within the first month or two of us deciding 
what songs we wanted to have. Um, you know, we've we've mentioned it a couple times. There were some that we knew we wanted to do that we didn't do until we got into the hundreds, like the police. Right. There were some other ones that we wanted to do that we did straight off, like um, fucking with Dre Day. Oh yeah, and uh, the Stroke. And some other songs. Tonight's the night. That uh, was when yes. it was like an early we wanted to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. First mm-hmm. 10, 20, 30. Stroke. And since then it's been, <laughs> oh shit, why that. hadn't we done this forever ago? And some other ones that were, um, you know, that people brought to our attention. Some songs that we hadn't heard before where we got to give like a, a fresh reaction take uh, to some of them. But Eric Carmen is one that has been on the radar for a long time, specifically because of you. Um, American singer, songwriter, guitarist, keyboardist. Um, he, uh, Eric Howard Carmen, uh, born in um, 1949 uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. And it's actually kind of interesting because he had moved out to, I believe, California to try and make it uh, in the big time. He was in a band called Raspberries, not the Raspberries. But raspberries and you came in okay you basically knocked down my fucking door talking about how raspberries are one of the best bands of all time mark they really really are now i mean i think i think there might be a little bit of hyper- hyperbole here there might be i think i think they're i think they're a very very good band you said you'd put them in the top 30 of all time which i think is fucking ridiculous you, do you really yes i uh, think no i think you've just got i mean I think you've just got a little bit of uh, like post-coital. You were just listening to them. And do you think I'm glowing? Yeah, I think you got There's the glow. A little bit, I'm caught in the glow. Yeah. I mean, maybe top, maybe top 300. <laughs> no. But I mean, come on. I mean, you can name. Mark. Are they better than Led Zeppelin? Are they better than yes. the Beatles? Well, my, oh, come on. I have a thing about Led Zeppelin. Well, well, I don't, I don't think like... I've ever discussed it with you. We can later. I've got yeah. a thing about. Yes. I like the raspberries a lot more. But do you think they're better than? Yes. I do. That's me. Okay, that's yes. fine. Well, I'm not going to go through. I mean, go a down, whole... go down a whole list. Well, yeah. Do I think they're better than? Let's say, let's keep going along those lines. Cream. Yes. Do you think they're better than the replacements? They're right around the same. They're right around the same. How many albums did uh, Raspberries release? Like four or five. That's pretty okay. much it. And then Eric Carmen went out and started doing. Well, essentially the same song over and over uh, after yeah. that. And, um, um, you know, we, we you can talk, you can you can wax nostalgic a little bit more on the raspberries if you want to. Or it's so weird saying just raspberries. But if you know Eric Carmen, you probably know him from the hit song All By Myself, which I believe was sung by Eric Cartman, his near namesake uh, on the hit television series South Park. Uh-huh. Uh, that is his biggest claim to fame, uh, though he did sing uh, some other songs, Never Gonna Fall in Love Again, okay. She Did It, Make Me Lose Control, and of course this one, Hungry Eyes. Mm-hmm. And if you know this song, you know it from Dirty Dancing, probably. Yes. That's, I think where most people are going to Or from the radio from Yeah, Dirty from Dancing. around that era, exactly. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to say? I also think that it's funny that when you look up Eric Carmen on uh, Wikipedia, it says not to be confused with Eric Cartman. It, it does tell you that he's not to be confused. What I was going to say earlier that I thought was kind of interesting is he went out to California, Eric Carmen, uh, to make it as a performer and did not have any luck. Mm-hmm. So he basically, with his tail betwixt his legs, um, came back uh, home to Ohio uh, and decided okay i'm just going to do songwriting and it wasn't until he got back to ohio that he received 
the fateful phone call that he was going to be performing this song. Okay. Kind of funny because the original songwriter of this song, uh, there are two of them, a guy named Frankie Previtt and a guy named John DeNicola, DeNicola, maybe. Um, They wrote the song. They also wrote, I've had the time of my life. Doesn't surprise me. Neither one of those facts surprise me. Because the reason, Mark, is that this song is not horny enough Oh yeah, for an Eric for an Eric Carmen song. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, it, yeah. it really kind of isn't. Frankie Previtt was the singer of an '80s pop rock band called Frankie and the Knockouts. Um, he wrote the song and was under the impression that he was going to be singing it. He actually made demos for both Hungry Eyes and I've Had the Time of My Life. And while they were working on the movie Dirty Dancing, Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze, who we were watching the music video for this. Patrick Swayze, mm-hmm. holy shit! What a dude! God damn, that man was stacked. Yeah, remember he was Dalton in Ro- oh, the, yeah, in the Roundhouse. name Roadhouse is Dalton Roundhouse. from Roadhouse. Oh um, my god, what I a mean, great movie! What a stupid movie! How awesome to watch yeah. over and over. Oh, if absolutely, you're a kid from the eighties. Uh, him and another guy, Sam Houston, of course, from one of our favorite movies, Big Lebowski. Yes. Um, listen. Can we take a second, please? Can we take a second, all right? I I defer you, sir. If you would like to experience three minutes of absolute joy in your life, just stop what you're doing, turn your Spotify on, put in raspberries, and and play the first song, which is called Go All The Way. And you will hear, just right from the very beginning, one of the most beautiful, awesome pop hooks ever fucking written. It is gorgeous. It's beautiful. It will, it, it'll just lift your soul. It's awesome. What an incredibly good song. And he's got quite a few others that are like that. Uh, they're wonderful. They're really, really good. There's another song, another record. Uh, I think it's just Raspberries, the, re- the record. Uh, it's called Tonight, Mark. We could have done... That song, it's got Christine 16 vibes all over it. Ooh. Yeah, um, it, it, it's not a single, but a lot of songs that aren't singles that are just great, whole records that are fantastic. Really, uh, another song, I'm a Rocker. Um, <laughs> it's, it's kind of, uh, they're kind of silly. They're kind of goofy. Um, Overnight Sensation, these are all ones that you're just going to see right when you hit Spotify and just go right on to it. Listen to all of them and they're just they're just they're full of youthful joy and exuberance. Now Mark, you drew an analogy last week um, that I thought was uh, beautiful that was really really good and I'd like to draw one this week. When I was in high school, there was a kid that was in uh, my English class and he was slower. He was not quite uh, mentally handicapped. But he was definitely, everyone knew, he was a little bit slower. And for that reason, people left him alone. There was a certain portion of him, me being one of them, and I'm proud of this at the time because I wasn't the nicest guy back then. But we didn't necessarily laugh. um, We didn't laugh at him. We laughed with him whenever he would say things that were a little bit silly and a little bit slow. And I was never mean to him, and I was prone to be mean back in those days. I'm very proud when I look back. I'm not going to say this kid's name. Um, even his first name, because he's somebody that if you're from the Southwest Florida area, there's a possibility you could have run into him. But on a consistent basis, you, whenever you walked into the room, uh, you would see him what looked like was either writing or drawing into a little notebook. And 
nobody really paid much attention to him. And whenever something was said or he wanted to join in, he'd look up from it. Or if he was paying attention to what was being taught, he would look and pay attention. But for the most part, he was very quiet. Occasionally, something clever would come out of his mouth and we'd all laugh along with it. And one day, towards the end of the year, and it was my senior year, um, the teacher, our English teacher, um, stands up and gets out this, uh, this piece of paper. And it was from, you know, you have to write papers in English class. And she said, this was written by this young man. Okay. And she goes, and I want to read the whole thing. It took about 10 minutes. And it was beautiful. It was wonderful and one of the most fantastic. And it turns out that as he would sit there and jot down, we didn't know if he was writing or drawing, but he's sitting there and he's writing little stories. And he wrote these stories, and it was, it just, it, the whole, when you look back and you saw everyone's reaction, we're all just smiling at him, because it was just such a, 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 a we didn't expect it. It was, it was. A, he was, was just a, in his own little world. He was in his own little world, and he came up with, and we got to see this little diamond for one second, you know, and it just put a smile on everybody's faces, and I venture to say that probably, you know, I have this crazy, scary, good memory that's both a curse and a blessing, but most people have forgotten about it, but I didn't. And I thought that it was amazing. I liken Eric Carmen to him. Okay. In that I think, and I'm, we're going to get eventually to this by the end, that Eric Carmen might not be completely and totally aware of the world around him. And He's got others. like a Tommy Westfall thing going on. I th <laughs> He's staring at the snow globe. <laughs> A and little inside bit. that snow globe is seen elsewhere. Exactly, a little bit, a little, a little Westfall going on there. Um, but I heard that get brought back up on the no-no. But, um, but yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of look at him that way. If you listen to any of these songs from Raspberries and even post Raspberries, you will know that whereas other songs, uh, other other songwriters write songs that the overarching theme of most of their songs is trying to talk uh, someone into bed. Uh, Eric Carmen is the voice of the 70s and 80s of desperation. Go all the way. Mm. Tonight you're mine. Yeah. Hungry eyes. Mm -hmm. You know, he just, they're all, they all just, he sounds so desperate in all of them. And that comes out in this song as well. Doesn't come as a shock, like I said, that he didn't write it because... Like I said, it's not horny enough for an Eric Carmen song. Um, by the way, the record that we were talking about—that if you were just to, if we were to do a song based on, I mean, uh, do a song on this show based on the album cover alone—it's called "Tonight You're Mine." Please take a second, listen to "Go All the Way," and then look at the cover of "Tonight You're Mine" by Eric Carmen. It's one of the most wretched things you'll ever see. Um, all right, Mark. How what, about these lyrics? What an amazing, uh, what an amazing anecdote. Um, and here's Eric Carmen just trying his best. <laughs> uh, so to kind of finish up with my story earlier, the songwriter, <clears throat> the original songwriter wrote demos and recorded demos, both for hungry eyes. And I've had the time of my life to which Mr. Swayze and Mrs. Gray had recorded all of their dancing and stuff too. And the director called out um, to speak with Frankie Previtt to ask him what the beats per minute were for the song. And he said, well, I don't know. I, I, I just booked studio time on Monday and uh, I, I haven't gotten there yet. I got all the musicians. I booked the studio time, et cetera, et cetera. 
and the director says, oh, no one told you. Uh, Eric Carmen's recording it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is how he found out. Uh, so unfortunately had to unbook everything. The label had just signed Frankie Previtt and thought the song was going to be a hit. So they basically got him uh, to record his version of it. And that brought him back from being just a songwriter to a performer. Of course, the song did very well. Um, hit uh, number four on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, number three on the Cashbox Top 100 in 1988, and was not released commercially in the UK, but managed to peak at number 82 in January of 1988, Mm -hmm. just on import sales. So, uh, you know, it did very, very, very well. Um, Kind of a cool thing, those demo versions were released by Frankie Previtt um, in the 2000s after the death of Patrick Swayze. Um, and if you went and bought either of the demo versions, all of the money went to cancer research in the name of Patrick Swayze, all of the funds. Who famously died of pancreatic cancer. He did, yes. yes in 2009, I believe. Yep. Uh, and so here we are. Uh, we are talking about Hungry Eyes and how fucking creepy it is. The music video, which is also creepy and weird. Uh, and I'm sure we will we will do our best to get to all of it. Yeah, I mean it's pretty. The music video is kind of basic, really. Uh, but but yes, very weird. Yeah, it's basic, but it's weird. There's mm. it's one of those. Especially the way it starts. What's exactly going on here? Yeah. Uh, but again, it was it was music videos very much in its infancy. Do you think you should have stayed of just a songwriter and not a performer? Well, I mean, because the songs are good. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean. My problems with this song are not his voice. The musical instruments, especially the keyboard sounds. If they were human, I would say they should be drug out into the street and shot in the fucking head. (laughs) The synth sound or the keyboard sound, which is like a shitty tinny marimba sound or something, um, just absolutely irks me. Um, I agree. But I mean, he sounds great. He he, he doesn't have a bad voice. No, 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 he... He sounds better than me. Yeah. Well, um, better, yeah. But, you know, uh, I, I think that being a performer is fine. I don't I, I honestly don't know a whole lot about of the songs that he wrote. When you see him perform with raspberries, he's, you know, on stage. He looks very earnest and it looks like he's giving it his all. And uh, and I think it's interesting. And performing the songs live, you know, they're they're really good. It's just when you move into that that eighties period, the the make me lose control, mm. you know, era that you know everything got synth dominated. That things kind of changed. You could make the the argument that uh, he's more popular for those eighties, you know, love ballads than he is for the you know the pop rock gems that he wrote in the seventies. So I don't know. I I just I'm I'm conflicted. I don't have it. I don't have the love for the solo stuff that I do for the Raz for Raspberries. Um, but not to say they're bad. This is one of his less, just say less good songs. It's just not as good. Yeah. Um, but and and the lyrics, <laughs> well, they definitely deserve to be gone over. Yeah. I was pretty blown away when I started reading it, and uh, yeah, we'll get into it. So we got the. Doom, 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 doom. Starts with that 80s drum sound. Kind of plotting and. Bum, bum, bum. Do you hear an electronic tom here? Oh, yeah. Could it be? Oh, Could those are. Every, there is not a real instrument in the song except for maybe the saxophone. Which we're going to get into. Oh, yeah. yeah we definitely <laughs> will. I've been meaning to tell you. I've got this feeling that won't subside. 
I look at you and I fantasize your mind tonight. It's kind of a big thing, isn't it? It's kind of important, but hey, I've been meaning to tell you in passing, known you for a while. Right. I mean, it's kind of a I mean, that's kind of that's kind of a, a big step there, isn't it? Oh, and him to just nonchalantly say, oh, I've been meaning to tell you. Uh, can you pick up some garbage bags on the way home? Uh, we've forgotten some. Oh, and can you grab a loaf of bread and a jug of milk? There's something about the line, I've got this feeling that won't subside. <laughs> that kind of says like he's been doing heavy work to try and make it subside. And it just isn't taking. <laughs> like he's been going to therapy and he's like, please. Please help me make this feeling subside, and it's just not working. I think he's like frangi- frantically trying to plunge a toilet. It's like nausea. Would it please go back down? <laughs> please, please, just end this. Um, and yeah, the the meaning to tell you, it's like by, by the by the way, by the way, I basically horny for you to an extent of which I need to tell you because it is not ending. By the way, <laughs> right? I want to do some biblically awful things to you. Just in passing. Well, and you know, it's it's kind of like I, I picture it like um, you know, have you ever gotten like a dizzy spell? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I've had quite a few of those. Oh, and like I, you know, we can relate this to your cough. Okay, you've not been coughing. I have not been coughing. Thank God. Yeah, but you know, it's almost like you know, I feel like you go to your doctor, you go. I've been meaning to tell you, I got this cough that won't subside. <laughs> like, <laughs> at what? At some point, you have to go. It is now past the point of. This is just a little bit of a feeling. This is now a point where I have to bring you into the equation. There's a concern. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what feeling is that? I look at you and I fantasize. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's not, you this know. This is the question. How long has this 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 relationship or this knowledge of each other been going on? Well, and Is it years? Is yeah. Is it months? Days? Who knows? I don't know. Um, but, you know, the, what we're talking about here. Uh, when he says, I see you and I fantasize, I think it's pretty fair to say that we're not talking about love here mm. um, because we're talking about, I mean, he doesn't necessarily say at least right here what he fantasizes about um, uh, your mind tonight. This is where we have to go over the fact that tonight is one of the favorite words ever in in Eric Carmen lyric usage and though he, he didn't write this tonight. i wouldn't be surprised if he was like we gotta listen here's my stipulation gotta put tonight in there We've, it's gotta be about tonight he's got a song just called tonight <laughs> right great song but mm-hmm. it's the one that i talked about that's got right. christine 16 vibes all over oh it. yeah 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 so but really really great sounding song good guitar part but he, tonight tonight you're mine I'm fantasizing about mm-hmm. you tonight, uh, the song tonight. It's just, well, it's, yeah. it's a word he uses. And I mean, and that's the less creepy part of this. No, Is it? N- yes, because there's no, he doesn't give her any option. He's telling her, you, <laughs> as Mark points at are me, are mine. Yes. Tonight. You don't, I don't care. Shh. Don't, I don't care if you want to be mine tonight or not. You are mine. The tonight, tonight in, on a, on our ge- genius copy here, there's an exclamation point after <laughs> there tonight. There certainly is. Seth. And I would just like to say that it, it always seems like whenever the word tonight is used in context to Aaron Cartman, it's done so with urgency. Yeah. Tonight, like it's going to happen 
tonight. Well, and again, when we're talking about fantasizing, um, you know, if you need proof that he's not talking about love, he, I mean, we're talking about one night. Yeah. You're mine. It is never tonight. Any not, you know, he could have said you're mine in life. Yeah. I don't think I've ever really heard him talk about, you know, oh, by the way, 20 years from now, when we're recollecting all this, it's always about what I'm going to do tonight to now. <laughs> to now. Now, it's going to be very hard to, to talk about this pre-chorus yeah. without stopping immediately, but we'll, we'll we'll roll it into the chorus. Now I've got you in my sights with these hungry eyes. One look at you and I can't disguise I've got hungry eyes I feel the magic between you and I Eric Carmen sniper now I've got you in my sight dude I'm going to say this is and I'm trying not to be raspberries hyperbolic here I've got you in my sights has to be top five creepiest lines Maybe top 10. Okay. There's something about... Top 30. I've got you in my sights. Oh, it's scary. It's, There's no doubt. It's scary. So here's what's scary about it. Not only is it intensely predatory... It kind of goes along with his personality later. Go ahead. But it also is very robotic. It's very mechanical. Okay. I've got you in my <laughs> sights. It's very Terminator. It's like... <laughs> There, it's like Eric, you know, it's like the cyborg part of his brain is like, got you in my sight, Officer Murphy. Please, <laughs> I, it's just it's it's a very it, there's something very creepy about it. It is. It kind of goes along with a little bit what we're going to be talking about later when it comes to Eric Carmen, as in his his feelings, his leanings. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it definitely it, it's it's got it's got uh, gun nut written all over it. Uh, it, it <laughs> yeah, does. yeah. With these hungry eyes, so uh, you know, I guess we'll get to the you know the titular line here, and but... it is titular, especially the way that he's doing. Hungry eyes. Yeah. There's that 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 it's it's just a it's that wounded dog. I think we've gone over this before. That that air of desperation. Yeah, over it. it's 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 part of him. Yeah, and I mean, and again, like more even driving to the this is not love. This is just like he's got his fuck juices flowing. He's mm. his eyes are hungry. He just he's into looking at her and he wants to take her in and then dispose of her corpse like like <laughs> oh, so man. much food rubbish. <laughs> like he just wants to he just wants to discard her body like folderol after wow. he's done just feasting with his hungry eyes um after he spent himself <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly yes after after <laughs> after he spent himself one look at you and i can't disguise so you know i guess i mean i think he's wrong that's bullshit i was about because to say that's clearly bullshit. he had to let her know what was going on he's been disguising it for a while right a point, some amount of time some amount of time yeah hungry eyes and and this this line immediately made me think of you. Of me. Uh-huh. I feel the magic between you and I because this reminds me of a couple of the songs that we heard recently and um, your specific taking umbrage with um, songwriters who put feelings in the other person. 
Yes. You know, speaking for the other person. He's yeah, like, yeah. I, f- I know you feel it. It's never speculative. And yeah, and yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. do you feel it's like, no, no, I know you, you do. feel it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's something I learned a long time ago. This just really I feel bad. It. And, and I, you feel it. And, and something that people should be aware of, not just songwriters, you know, a lot of exclamation points in this song. Uh, the second verse, I want to hold you. So hear me out. Exclamation points. Yes. I want to show you what love's all about. Darling, tonight, exclamation point. We have to stop here. You could flow into the pre-chorus, the pre-cum, the pre-chorus. You could flow into, but we got to stop. Not unlike right? Eric Carmen. <laughs> I too could spend myself. Not unlike Eric Carmen. It could get all over the side of your leg, ladies, if you're not careful. Um, it's, uh, I want to hold you. So hear me out. So here, I, desperation. I like he's got the stinking oh, of desperation. Everywhere. It's, he didn't write it, but it's, he could have. Well, I, I, um, immediately I think of the continental on Saturday Night Live, <laughs> the character famously played by Christopher Walken. Champagne. Yeah, some, some fine champagne where, he, he says all this to her and she starts walking towards the door and he runs in front of her and goes, I want to hold you. So hear me out. <laughs> hold on. Don't leave yet. It's not hard to picture, especially if you know what he looks like with a, a little, little pencil mustache, thin mustache absolutely. And, and an ascot. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Ascot should just be renamed Eric Carmen. <laughs> yeah, it should. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I want to I want to hold you. So hear me out, which is the understatement of the year. I want to show you what love's all about. And again, you know, for a night, you don't want to show her what love is all about. You want to come in three minutes and, you know, or less ask her if she wants an ice cold Coca-Cola classic. <laughs> and I think that's about it. Well, this was the era, era of new Coke. What do you think Eric Carmen would eat for his last meal? God, that's a, that's an unusual question to <laughs> pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> you think you think Eric Carmen is probably I'm going to guess I'm going to guess. OK, maybe a, maybe a, maybe a Chick-fil-A. Okay, okay. I'm gonna guess. Yeah, that's that's my. I'm gonna speculate that uh, it could be something. Um, him being from Ohio, maybe a nice blintz or a pierogi. This song, by the way, was recorded in Ohio. Was it? That's he right. Just, he had he to just go back because he was back in Ohio he already. Back, he didn't yeah. fly back. Like they just took care of it in Ohio. Fuck it. Well, that's fine. I picture him eating a nice Salisbury steak with garlic mashed potatoes maybe a swanson's frozen dinner of <laughs> a, a uh, tv dinner one frozen sleeve of thin mints <laughs> and uh and a lime topo chico I see, I see him crying into that thin mint on the pillow he <laughs> gets smudged all over his face as he lays there alone oh the song yeah. didn't work <laughs> i'm just gonna cry into this. And he wakes up, the maid walks in, and he's got chocolate all over his face. She thinks it's shit and runs back out. It probably is. There's probably it's, some shit. Oh, there's probably scat playing Eric Carmen's let's, Yeah, let's, let's not forgive him too much. Yeah, so I wanted to show you what love's all about. Darling, tonight. It's got to, again, tonight. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's got to be tonight. Now I've got you in my sights with these hungry eyes. One look at you and I can't disguise I've got hungry eyes. I feel the magic between you and I. I've got hungry eyes. 
Now I've got you in my sights with the hungry eyes. Now did I take you by surprise? Mark. Yeah. I'm I'm just surprised that I'm surprised that he's concerned about how she feels. <laughs> Finally. I mean really he's gonna Did I take are are you taken aback by this? She should be. Yep. Uh, I mean, most of this chorus is the same thing that we got before. Uh, you know, I, I've got you in my sights. Very frightening. Very um, And yeah, more bullshit. I can't disguise it. But did I take you by surprise? You know, well, it's one or the other, man. At least, yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if you could disguise it, then it would be a surprise. If you can't, then it's probably not a surprise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did I take you by surprise? Because like, you're being like, no, you get a fucking heart on every time I walk around. <laughs> Um, you stutter like an idiot. You drool on yourself. You I don't stop you staring at my tits. Hump the pillow at my apartment. Yeah, I I always wonder the percentage of women who get told by men like, "Oh, I got a thing for you," that are honest to goodness surprised, as opposed to women just being like, "Uh, you know, I have I I had no clue. What a shock." Um, I I'd be kind of that is curious that's a to know good that question. That how number. many are genuinely surprised, and how many are you know, are are just feigning surprise so that they can hurry up and run when he's not looking? Yeah. Then we get the bridge. Um, we get a cool little kind of key change thing, and then he says, "I need you to see this love was meant to be," and then sweet. Sweet saxophone. All right, this saxophone. This fucking saxophone. It's less sexy and more jingle. I mean, really. It's it, and and Mark, it might clock in as maybe the the shortest solo of anything ever. Yeah, it's very short. It might be two bars. Uh, tops. Is it even a solo? I mean, I mean, I guess I guess technically we have to call it a solo. Yeah, uh, but it's it is not good. It is ridiculous. It's almost just like a part written. Um, it, it's comical. It is. It is dumb. Uh, and those lyrics, I need you to see this love was meant to be. Again, he's talking about one night. I need you tonight for one night, night this, night that. Tonight, uh. And then he's saying, I need you to see this love was meant to be, which again sounds kind of like, so hear me out. It's like. Will not leave her alone. No. <laughs> he just the poor woman probably just has a hellhound on her trail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, we just got more fucking chorus over and over again with nothing new. Um, just got you in my sights. Just him telling her over and over again. It, just remind you know reminding her that he has hungry eyes. Here's here's a breakdown. I've got hungry eyes. Mm-hmm. You're in my sights. I need you tonight. Did I take you by surprise? I've got you in my sights. He's trying to wear her down by repetition. Yeah. yeah. And we've had a couple songs like this before. Yeah. Um, with that repetition, uh, just driving someone nuts. And that's the whole fucking song. That's man. it. Thank God. I mean, yeah, not, not really, not his best. Um, no. He's obviously done a lot better. Um. Now, now, Mark. Yeah. This music video mm. and the way that it starts. Mm. It's Eric 
sitting in a room back when people actually did this. I'm thinking a la Howard Hughes sitting in front of a, a camera, sitting next to a projector, <laughs> looking at, at at something being projected onto a screen. Mm-hmm. Of course, you don't really get that anymore. But it's you know that it's Eric Carmen, and on the screen is uh, the dancing scene of uh, Baby... And Patrick Swayze in Baby, who is not put in a corner. Jennifer Grey. By the way, for what it's worth, I don't even remember what the plot of Dirty Dancing is. Oh, you don't? No. It's it's essentially nobody puts Baby in a corner. There's your plot right there. It's she's kind of growing up and like growing. She was a baby and she's turning into she's blossoming into a woman. It's just an, it's a loss of innocence. Like my Bialik. Kind of like blossom. No, not quite that. No, no, a little more a little more dry humpy. Okay. Blossom. Yeah. That's fair. Um, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Joe Lawrence. But um, it, now I'd like to say that as he's sitting there watching, you can't see his hands and you don't know what's going on. You certainly do not. No. And there's, and you don't, now, I'm not saying you see a box of tissues right next to the projector, but it looks fucking weird. Well, and he's watching a very strange scene in which a blonde woman is showing Patrick Swayze's character and baby's character, Jennifer Gray's character how to dance kind of doing like the hands on the shoulders hands on the hips thing but the blonde chick is like staring into patrick swayze's eyes it's kind of a three-way thing so i don't know if there's like if that's a part of the story or not i don't really care eric seems to like it um but yeah i mean it's uh, definitely early on and then later on i mean they're jesus christ i can understand why this has got like horny women all over it. Yes. Because there's a lot of like staring into each other's eyes. This is Eric Carmen's dream. This is <laughs> this is and and so he looks out the window and I think he sees some woman down there. Yes, some watery 80s bent. Yeah, who's gloved, wearing a bustier, very bright red lipstick. One second she doesn't have this like red. The 80s everyone loved a kimono. Mhm. Kimonos were very big in the 80s, mm. and she's wearing something that is kimono-esque. You almost would have expected a relative a, of the like kimono a tea ceremony to pop out or yeah, happen all of almost a sudden, like you know? that. But no, that's not what happens. You, no. there are just it's it's her with rain in the background, not necessarily on her. You don't see the the hair whip of wet hair. Mm. She's dry. Rain's behind her. A lot of Eric leaning against a wall, one leg up with graffiti on the back of it. Him singing the song. Doesn't get, you know, that unusual. But at one point towards the end of the video, you see as this woman is looking at him while at the same time arm in arm with a sort of a Cheech Marin looking guy. And uh, as she stares at Eric Carmen, she leans over to plant a kiss onto this guy's mouth. And you see her head disappear for one split second. And then as she comes back around the corner, you see that it is no longer her, but in fact... An Asian woman. Yeah. Which makes it very weird with the silky silky thing earlier. What? And there's no explanation as to why the woman turned Asian uh, and who the other guy is. Because Eric Carmen, relatively attractive, I guess, much more attractive than this guy. Yeah, I think so. Who just looks like maybe she's banging him for the money because he looks a little older and kind of playboyish little mustachioed gentleman. Uh, he's also standing in front of like what looks to be a bar. It says Cerveza. Yeah. And the front. And Disco. It also says Entertay. 
It starts at the it ends at the AI for some reason, and it says disco. So who knows where the fuck is he in the seventies? Is he in Mexico? Who knows? Uh, but just a very non sequitur music video with people just kind of popping up all about. Now, Mark, does yeah. does the object of his affections worship the many faced god? <laughs> Probably. I, mean, I don't know. It's it's very strange. Uh, there's really no real rhyme nor reason I, i've been sitting here trying to figure out if there's some deeper meaning that we're supposed to pull out of this there isn't um other than we know one thing for sure eric carmen pretty horny fucking guy yeah yeah and we know that by by some of his uh by some of his other songs yeah oh by almost all of his other songs yeah really um, but not so much go out and listen to overnight sensation it's not a horny song it's about Wanting to have your song on the radio, really fucking great song. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to? Uh, you want to be the one to start this off? I think it's only right. No, I don't. I have something else to talk about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Eric Carmen. In keeping with my drawing, the comparison of someone that's just a little bit slow. Um, he later in his life. Um, became very, very much an unrepentant. And I'm not saying that I have anything against conservatives because I don't. Um, but he, in the face of who he is around, we all, I, I, can, I think Mark can agree that most musicians are, tend to lean towards the progressive or more liberal attitudes when it comes to politics and societies and societal norms and morals. Um, whereas Eric Carmen did not. He threw himself full force behind um, the support of the campaign of our 45th president. I don't want to say a name, but that has caused him to be, how should I say, somewhat ostracized now these days. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people that I know, a lot of songwriters that I know that I've met in my life personally uh, have said on various social media, as much as I love the raspberries, I cannot stand Eric Carmen. And, I, as I see, as I've looked at interviews and listened to him talk, I think that I think the guy, like a lot of supporters of the of forty five, has has kind of been hoodwinked. Hmm. I think he's just I think he's not able to catch on. You know, I don't think he's I don't think he's bright enough to catch on to 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 what's really happening and and can't see the truth for what it is. That might be the case. Yeah. That um, might be the case. Very much uh, kind of put himself out on an island and uh, just kind of won't give up. Um, won't won't give up at all. He even had words to say about impeachments and, and, uh, and anyone that, you know, had anything bad to say about the president at that time. It's just a little bit unusual. I didn't, I, I kind of didn't see it. Coming. Well, some people just get addicted to the limelight. Um, I'm, I think of, uh, about a week ago now, as of this recording, do you remember those two gentlemen, the Island Boys? Yeah. Uh, Island Boy. They t released a picture of the two of them kissing, uh, touching tongues in one picture. They're twin brothers. And kissing, yes. So please don't misunderstand me, listener. I have no problem with gay people kissing whatsoever. Go nuts. Uh, the fact that they're twin brothers, from my understanding... Is a little bizarre. That is very bizarre, Mark. Um, and a lot of people are saying, like, once you get like that fame, like they had, even if it's bad fame, it's wow. fame. Yeah. And there is some belief that maybe they are doing that because kind of their fifteen minutes ran out, and so now they're doing this to try and, uh, you know, get some more attention. So you're saying they're desperate. 
Well, I'm saying that Eric Carmen may very well be kind of the same thing. But, Maybe they you should know. get Eric Carmen to write him a song. Oh, my God. The three of them on a trek together. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I just real quickly uh, before we give this a creep rating, um, because we never did tonight, your mind. I just want to read some of the lyrics real please, quick. Please, please, please. Took me so long to get up my courage. Never thought she'd give me a chance. Took her out and told her I loved her. Then she put my hand in her pants. And she said, come on, take me. I want your love to break me. Make it like it's never been before because tonight you're mine. I've been waiting such a long, long time for tonight. I got you all to myself. Tonight I know there's no one else because tonight you're mine. Tonight you're mine. She woke me up at four in the morning, whispered to me, let's do it again. I felt strange, like something was missing. Well, this really spun me for a fucking twist because I thought maybe his dick was gone. <laughs> love is always pleasure and pain. But I said, come on, take me. I want your love to break me. Make it like it's never been before because tonight you're mine, sugar. Blah, blah, blah. Tonight you're mine. I'm all, you got my all to myself, blah, blah. Was it something we forgot to say that took romance away? Can it be that now the feeling's gone? You know, I can't be wrong. Um, so that first verse is really a doozy oh it's 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 a big doozy and mark you're ready to go with the tonight thing even more and 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 go even further sure all right so the song by eric carmen tonight when you smiled at me and i saw your eyes all i ever wanted to be was in your arms tonight and then here we go you looked too young to know about romance Oh, yes, you did. Oh, boy. Followed by, I want to be with you tonight. I'll take a chance to be with you tonight. Tonight, you'll be too. <laughs> Whoa, baby, chance. tonight. I'll make love to you. Whoa, tonight. I'll take a chance is clearly saying, like, <laughs> I don't need to see your ID. Just tell me you're 18. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a creep rating on uh, Hungry Eyes, my friend. Hungry Eyes is way up there, man. It's it's not... Uh, it's I. I I kind of want to leave it alone because I love raspberries so much. I'm going to do that. I'm just going to give it a number. I'm going to give it an 8.3. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've got you in my sights. <laughs> Even though I know that he probably doesn't mean it in the way that I cannot help thinking about it. I can't help but thinking about it. I've got you in my sights is just so predatory. It's so it's so mechanical. It's almost as if to say, I'm now working on instinct alone. <laughs> I am no longer a man who is using thought. I am now, uh, my body is, is nothing but a shell that is doing the bidding of what my mind instinctually tells me to do. <laughs> and not unlike breathing and other things that you, you must do to survive that your body automatically does. Uh, it's almost like when like he sees her pumping the air, he <laughs> just just immediately lunges after her. Um, I'll go an eight point one. Okay. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I, I mean, mean, we've got we've it's got, got all the signs. It's got the I'm going to tell you how you feel. It's got the badgering the witness. It's got it's got the whole nine yards. You could say it's manipulative. I just don't think it's being a very good job of being manipulative. You know. No. But it, it definitely wants to be. Yeah. Um, all right. For the next song, we we're going to do another little shorty. Um, this is a song that I think I came across while listening to the, um, the radio. And I was like, oh, okay. This is 
definitely one of those creepy ass fucking songs from way back in the day that we should have been doing a long time ago. Uh, we are going to do uh, the song by Dion, The Wanderer. Yeah. Okay. Um, because, you know, it's weird. <laughs> it's another it's another creep fest. I remember you sending me the link to look at the lyrics, and I just said, yeah, it's on the list. <laughs> yeah. No questions. No worrying about it. It just went right up. Yeah. yeah. So you'll, you'll know the song. If you think maybe I don't know the song, you know the song. I can almost guarantee it. Seth, anything you want to say to the people? Um, I I want our listeners to go out and listen to Raspberries. Listen to all Big of them. Big Raspberries kick today, man. He's it's so good. Hashtag not an ad. It's it's so good. The music is just it's 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 um it's pop glory. It it really, really is. Um it, the, there's there's Beatles all over it. Um you can hear little bits of wings and and stuff even you can even hear some acdc you can hear his his influences all over the place they just they rise to the top but 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 i'll be damned if the guy can't write a hook man he's he's amazing speaking real quick about music that you love mm-hmm. i don't know if you've heard but the magnetic fields what are doing all of 69 love songs what? uh in a couple different concerts um where they're doing two night residencies um you know, I'm sure L.A., New York, et cetera. Say somewhere um, in Florida. With, uh, I don't think in Florida. Oh. With uh, everybody that was on the recording. Oh. I mean, he's bringing back everybody that was on the original albums. So uh might be something worth saving up your pennies for and going to. Oh, my God. Um, Because I know you're a huge, huge fan. If you are, too. I am. I am. I yeah, am. I'm I don't think I'm fan. that. I don't think I'm as big a fan as you yeah, are. Oh, just, I prefer Charm of the Highway Strip. I've got a couple of other albums. Oh, there's, uh, there's skills I like more, arguments but. can be made for every one of his records. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, but I thought that was cool. It's the 25th anniversary of that. Album I still Mark. I still remember walking into Silver Platter Records, Bob Jones's record store. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I used to say to him, what's good? And he said this right here. And he handed me the CD, and you could, he had listening stations where you could go over and listen. I said, okay, I'm putting it in. And I sat there, and I put it in, and I think the first song's Heart Run Around with, Like a Chicken with My Head Cut Off, and I thought that was funny, and I thought it was cute, and I kept going, and I was like, well, it's not really hitting me yet. But then I hit not song number six. Still, to this day, this song just gets What me. song is that? Well, I don't want to get over you. Oh, oh my God. Song. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It's such a beautiful I mean, this song, song has, that album has... Uh, no one will ever love you is the devastating one for me. What a dark and dreary life. God, are you reaching for that knife? Could you really <laughs> kill your wife? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Good stuff. If yeah. you never listen to that album, you should listen to that. But not before you listen to Dion's "The Wanderer" uh, to prepare yourself. Thank you, thank you, thank you, dear listener, for listening to episode one hundred and thirty-one of this podcast that we love to do can't believe it. Uh, that we love so well. Um, and we look forward to uh, being on your radio again or your headphones or your phone or whatever uh, next Monday with yet another episode of lyrics to go. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. 
If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week.